Hello, Dave. Hey, Jace. How you doing, bud? I'm pretty good. It's January. It's summertime. <sighs> mm. The sun's shining. Uh, the Love birds summer. are tweeting. It was a very, very hot day here yesterday. It has uh, been crazy. storming here as January winter on Vancouver Island. It's just <laughs> oh, no. windy thunderstorms. It's been great. <laughs> I love I love your summer. I love your summer. Uh, and uh, and today we're talking to a guest who's actually from like between the two of us, like a paradise. Uh, yeah, between literally, like I think as well, close to between us as we can get. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess uh, he's exactly the opposite side of the earth from you, uh, which oh. is, which is nice. Yeah, because uh, you're twelve hours apart, and I'm between the two of you. Oh, so you're between Time the two of us, which means, but that Time means that, that he's between the two of us and I'm between the two of you. We're all yeah, between I know. each it's, other. We're it's all amazing, between man. each other. It's, yeah. it's, it's a three-way from heaven. <laughs> and of course, the, the perfect place between the two of us that we're talking about is Reunion Island, yes. uh, which is a small little island that you've been to. Which is like, we talk about it, so let's not spoil it. But you, you've yeah, been... Google it. It's amazing. It has uh, uh, sandy beaches, volcanic plains, jungle forests, all, yeah. and you can drive around it in a couple of hours. Yeah. Like, and to get it's... there, and to get there, you have to fly through Mauritius, which is yes, another small island that you've probably never heard of. Um, but it is, uh, uh, if you know where Madagascar is, it's near yeah. that part of the world. So that'll yeah. give you an idea of, of this beautiful tropical paradise that we're, yeah. where our guest is talking to us from. And who is the guest, uh, Jason? Uh, uh, it, it is King Sam. That's right. King Sam Shanshikte. That's right. And yeah. he is, uh, he's an improviser who I met many years ago now uh, here in Melbourne. I was artistic director of Impro Melbourne at the time. And I get a phone call from, uh, from someone saying, hi, I'm a journalist. I'm here from Reunion Island, a French island. I do some improv. Would you mind meeting me? I'm like, sure, man, let's, let's meet. I'll take out for lunch. And, uh, and we've been fast friends ever since. It's been absolutely lovely. Soon after that, he's running a festival. He invited me over to Reunion. Uh, it was an amazing time, a great festival, uh, and uh, I've been itching to get back ever since. Um, it is, yeah, it's a great place, and, and I, they're and, so and, passionate about improv there. Yeah, and I didn't meet him nearly as beautifully as you did. Uh, <laughs> we just met at a festival once, but the same feeling of, like, we have been fast friends ever since. Like, we yeah. just click and just, like get along so well he's the i think everybody does he's just the most yeah. easy to get along with person he's from reunion yeah. island yeah he lives he's in from paradise. Island. <laughs> yeah and the paradise isn't the island the paradise is inside of him mm. <laughs> well let's wait not that, hold sounded, off that sounded weird <laughs> <laughs> let's not hold off any further let's meet the paradise that is the man <laughs> king sam Jenshikte. here he is <laughs> Hello and welcome to In Conversation. It's Kang Sam. How you doing, my man? I'm so good. So good. So it's, great. It's early morning for you. It's late night for Dave. You're yeah. literally in a polar opposite time zones, 12 hours apart. <laughs> yeah, we're always we're always waking up or going to sleep together. That's how that's how we roll. Yeah, that's that's how we roll. <laughs> and I'm creepily watching in the mid-afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> drinking my coffee oh, and and you're coming to us all the way from 
reunion island or la, la reunion what do, how, how do you what do you refer to it as i've, I've always referred to it as reunion yeah. island yeah i mean like uh in french we call it la reunion in english it's automatically reunion island because when we say oh i'm from reunion people are like what what yeah. reunion like yeah. they don't get it so mm-hmm. usually yeah it's reunion island and it's uh, an island of the coast of uh, madagascar mm-hmm. and it's a french island so yeah so yeah it's cool it's, it's right uh, near uh, right near Ma- mauritius right yeah yes yeah true yeah I just and did a Jason whole bunch. Of, I was just, there. I was just learning about the geography just, this year. I did like oh, yeah. this whole geography. I looked memorizing all where all the countries were, and so now I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, between Madagascar and Mauritius, so, yes. mm-hmm, I know where that is. Mm-hmm. Just go north, you get to seashells. <laughs> yeah, I've been to Reunion. I've been lucky enough to spend some time on Reunion with Kang Sam and uh, the wonderful people uh, there, and it is uh, it is a paradise, my friends, an absolute paradise, and. And uh, so we had to go through Mauritius. We, our international flight landed in Mauritius and we hung out in the airport there and then caught a, a little zip flight over to Réunion. And uh, it mm-hmm. was, uh, it, it's, yeah, beautiful, amazing place. I was very happy to see King Sam. I was very hungover in the new year and I went, oh, let, let me see what's on uh, the TV. And uh, I, I, and the new um, grand tour, like the, the Top Gear guys, um, it spent some time on reunion and they uh the first part of their latest special on amazon is set on reunion and so uh, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 so yeah, yeah. i saw I, I saw how the freeways come along like the the road off the off the coast and all that sort of stuff and i was just sitting there like an annoying tourist going to my family i've driven on that road i've been there i've done that i've been there <laughs> <laughs> it was great but, you know that the thing about that road is that like um, it's it's great because it's going to change things about traffic. But at yep. the same time, a lot of people are really angry about that road because right. uh, it's, it's destroying the the, um, the reef. It's destroying like so many oh, things wow. about, about nature. And also, you know, like you remember that road that you took uh, next to the mountain. Yes. It's beautiful, but at the same time, it's dangerous. So that's why they wanted to build uh, a road on the sea. And that's yeah. why they just like start to to build this because it's one of the most expensive road i won't say in the world but like in europe it's it's more yeah. like i think I they said on top it was the... like 12 billion euros per kilometer yeah. or something yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 it's crazy yeah it's crazy it's crazy but, isn't there uh, isn't there a volcano on that island yeah uh, there's two volcanoes. There's uh, one. Why are you building a 12 billion dollar kilometer road right next to a volcano, you idiots? Who are these? Who are these city planners? You know, like, and there was like some people even saying, like, can you imagine, like, if there's like a volcano com- coming out of the sea, like it's still happening, uh, yeah. you know, next to Mayotte, which is a an island next to it. There has been this, like, a, a volcano com- coming out of, of the sea. So, like, yeah, if it's happening, it's it's still shit. There so. goes that. There goes ah. Uh, okay, we only lost a kilometer. That's twelve billion. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, cool. So, what's it like? Uh, what's it like improvising in paradise? Well, <laughs> do you, you know, even improvise, you or dream. do you just go like, eh, <laughs> no paradise, guys? No, that's that's still. why I'm traveling. You know, like like when I come, <laughs> I come back. I'm like, oh, I don't want to improvise. Yeah. No, I mean like uh, it. I, I think we, we had this talk, but I, it's very cool because a lot of people don't imagine like that on an island like Reunion, 
there's so many uh there's a big improv scene and, and yeah. i think we had this talk with jace you know when i told him that we have uh shows with 500 people 1000 people coming up to see improv it's crazy i like on on an island that is so little you know yeah and even on the french scale i mean of course there's uh so so much improv in, in france yeah. but at the same time i feel that the scene here is is amazing because we want to experience we want to just stay in the you know the format le match uh, which is um, you know the format the french format we do yep. so many other things they do it here so, in, uh, in french yeah. french canada as well in the match mm, true yeah 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 it's it's from there totally mm-hmm. cool so yeah i mean like the scene is going well and i hope that like you know it's it will still go well even if with this uh, pandemic shit so and how is how like how is reunion going? Are you guys, can you guys still do shows there and stuff like that with? with- yeah. We're, we're, we're super lucky that like we're able to still play and do shows. Um, yeah. We have the restriction of like, uh, depending on, on, on the venues, uh, we have a restriction of audience. For instance, mm-hmm. uh, we do uh, right now uh, two shows a month where there's only 30 people, 30 lucky people coming. Yep. But we also have like bigger venues that, you know, like depending on the, the size of the venues, we play uh, in front of people. And I know that we are lucky because I know that in France, it's it's been off for, yeah. I think, at least uh, uh, six or seven months. And what about you guys? Is it the same? Yeah, we're just, I, I taught my first face-to-face class in 10 months yesterday. Wow. Um, wow. Because uh, I, I, I've spoken about this Did before you cry? on this podcast, but it was, it was good, <laughs> but it was really weird because people had masks on and we had the social distance as well. And, and right. so there's a different set of uh, norms ca- uh, coming up. And if they were distanced enough, uh, they mm. could take their masks off, but couldn't get close right and so it, it's a group that work together day in day out so they're fine with each other uh and mm-hmm. i got a test before I, I went in um and all that sort of stuff and so it's uh the, there's good precautions happening and you know people sanitizing and doing all that kind of stuff but shows are just starting to kick off here we had to really really long lockdowns here so we've got our cases down mm-hmm. to zero and we've had some flare-up uh in different states around australia but generally things are starting to open again with reduced capacity and a whole bunch of new safety protocols but yeah teaching real people face-to-face was uh was a, a treat uh and uh, I, t- I even had an anxiety dream the night before like going back to it really like i was like ah, ah, how do i what do i who do i yeah, <laughs> you're a natural <laughs> yeah but it went how fun. about you Dave? Yeah, yeah, we've been we've been locked down. It's our winter right now, so we're we're in the tighter of the lockdowns that we've had so far, where we're not allowed to see anybody. Uh, you're allowed to see one person outside for a walk. That's about it right now. What? Yeah, you're allowed to go for a walk with one person other than your immediate family. So we're in pretty tight lockdown. So no shows. Uh, we're doing some doing online classes right now, and online. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've done a couple online shows and stuff, and they're going pretty good. Uh, uh, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, but and, and I did teach an in person class in like the fall one person no like one, in person one. in like a, a, a college a performing arts college where they were all in like a cohort together so they were unmasked but then i was masked i was double masked because i'm you know, i'm like right. i'm not gonna get it yeah uh, 
uh and, but it was and, the same thing it was weird teaching in person again man it is yeah. weird it's it's like yeah it's a, it's a it comes back though once you're in the room and you start crying yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh, at the same time like i was wondering because like your reality right now is uh what you were saying uh giving online courses and even yeah. online shows mm-hmm. and uh during the first uh lockdown we did this with my group and like with other people and i also did um, a workshop with uh, Seattle uh, with uh, Unexpected. They, yeah. they asked me to do it. And that was that was cool. But I was wondering, like, for you guys, what's your um, perspective on this? Because for me, it's it's a good experience. But at the same time, it's not that I hate it, but it's just like, I'm not doing this for this. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we've talked about teaching online versus in person. Oh, uh, right, right. But I think, uh, like, um, I... I I, I think the best way for me to say it is it's it's just a different thing. It's not the same yeah. thing. It's different. It's not horrible. It's great. It does it does mm-hmm. it teaches no, similar skills and gives people the same sort of feeling afterwards. But it's by no means the same as it as teaching in person, where you can look at each other. Just looking at each other is so right. important. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And gauging, yeah, I mean, you can, uh, like, just having the clue of people's body languages and the energy in the room and stuff like that is is not something that that you have uh, uh, you know, online. You can you can kind of get a sense of it again, but you can't get the whole picture. So kind of working with these square boxes, it's that's how much of the people you can see. And so you kind of get used to that much information and you learn to flourish and fly with that much information. But now, mm. uh, like, when you're back in the room, you get the whole kind of everything back and it's like someone's kind of taken your blinkers off or removed the frame a little bit. But um, right. I did it. We did Dave's show before Christmas, um, and that was the first time I'd done performance on online, um, okay. and it was great. Uh, you're right, Dave. It did feel the same afterwards. Like they were good shows, and and the format was uh, was structured around Zoom, so it used Zoom as a part of right. the, yeah, uh, yeah, of yeah. the of show. Course, yeah. um, and so that uh, you know, at the end of those shows, you had the same you know, pleasant rush and, and uh, the same buzzy hour afterwards before reality comes crashing back in again. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where you're just like, you go, all oh, right, uh, bye. Okay. Oh, by myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's, um, that's been an interesting thing as well. Like just doing this stuff on zoom. Like I've had some big auditions where, you know, normally you'd go and you'd be sitting nervously in the waiting room and then you go in and you, you know, shake people's hands and, vibe around a little bit and then have your audition you go out and you you feel that and uh and i've had last over the past four months had a couple of big auditions where i'm sitting in my bedroom (laughs) waiting for the person to turn the screen on and then you're there and you're like hi hi uh good nice to meet you i guess here we go (laughs) and then you do it and they're like cool thanks that's great thank you all right bye and you turn it off and you're still just sitting in your bedroom (laughs) it's just weird yeah, it's um, it is it's, weird. It's funny, like like there's some amazing opportunities that come along with the fact that we're on Zoom. Like you said, you were teaching at Unexpected. Uh, yeah, in, in Seattle, you taught a course at Unexpected. That's like so cool. That's like it is so cool. When would you I get was, a chance to I do was, that? I know, and I was thrilled about it. You know, like, and I was so blessed that, like, you know, like they 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 called me and they say, "Okay, we want you," and I I felt that that um, like you guys said, the energy was. I mean, for me, it was really different because 
also the fact that we were um i was uh waking up at 5 a.m <laughs> in the morning <laughs> uh teaching at 5 a.m and it was like you know like super late for you guys i mean not late but like it was like 7 p.m something and and i just i just love the idea of of like you know giving this experiment but at the same time i know that um uh i'm not doing this craft for being on uh, in front of my computer like yeah. i love being with people so much that um i feel that like um uh like, like, like you guys say i think that it's a great tool and we are able to communicate like what we're doing right now and we're able to go deeper into things because we, we can't go out and do other things but at the same time when i look back i was like all right i love the experiment with uh, unexpected but i don't think that if someone will tell me all right you have to do two years of being in front <laughs> of the computer and yeah. teaching and doing shows <laughs> okay five years i'm kidding no. <laughs> yeah uh, yeah i, I would mean, be like uh no sorry yeah it's funny though like uh because i mean i won't speak for jason here but jason i will speak for jason you we both like computers we're, we're kind of nerdy, nerdy i know computer guys so i know for us like when it was like hey you want to start a podcast we're like yeah and we're all set up like because we both <laughs> understand like like tech stuff so this world is not not so like as much as i i didn't get into improv to work on the internet mm. but uh right. the, the sort of tech aspect and the improv aspect putting them together isn't totally alien to me and mostly i've been doing it <laughs> for work like just because you know you got to work at some point so i've been doing a lot of corporate training stuff and that has been great on zoom like it is right almost better because i don't have to spend three days traveling to teach for an hour. i literally just like teach an hour for some mit students and then i hang up my headphones mm. and i kiss my son good morning and i start my day and it's the most amazing yeah ever. yeah as opposed to it like is. going away for three days and it's the same amount of money so it's like in in that aspect it's like oh man if this keeps going this will be <laughs> this i could i can see myself doing this during the day right so that at night i can yeah. go out and do the thing i love to do which is the, yeah the, yeah yeah the, sure right? like sure. that's that's sort of like where i find this the the opportunity of this is so great even though it's not as good it's not as good, right? not as good. <laughs> yeah i'm already where i mean we're opening back up here and again this sounds like coming from a place of, of privilege but i'm already having nights starting to fill up and uh and i'm already going oh i miss i miss seeing at home with my family every night <laughs> like <laughs> and so because you know it's a friday show here and and people are already reaching out saying we'll book this and book that and so uh but it's also yeah super fragile here like it takes one outbreak for everyone to go all right and it's all off again and it's back on so uh yeah everyone's kind of booking things with that tentative proviso that it uh, it could be all on and yeah. off in in a sec well you know Kang Sam and I are both, we both live on islands. So that's how you book everything, right? It's island so do time. I, mate. It's called so island time. Your island's pretty big, though. <laughs> <laughs> You're You're a big fucking island. Bigger island than us. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, Chase, I, I had a question. Do, do you, uh, are you guys doing shows, like actual uh, shows, or is it still online shows in Australia? Uh, it, it's just this month, like, and literally probably the last weekend here was the first, uh, improv shows that have started opening up again, much reduced capacity in venues. So venues that could hold 80 people are down to 40 people or 30 people at most, right. um, yeah. and, and things like that. And there needs to be a distance between the stage. 
Um, mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. uh, then you, you, you know, then you got to worry about who you're on stage with as well and whether everyone's okay. So the, the thing is, if you even have a sniffle, you, you pull out of the show that night. So there's uh, lots of backups being cast just in case, uh, you know, someone comes down with something. And, and so, yeah, it's, it's, and I guess, it's just the way that we're going to be moving forward, you know, is to have those couple of backups on to make sure that people can do it. I mean, I saw uh, like, I think it was like the Houston Rockets or something uh, played an NBA game um, a couple of weeks ago with eight players on the whole team. Um, No, uh, like on their bench as well, because they had some COVID people out and stuff like that. And people just, they they just take how many people are normally in a basketball game? Uh, it's, uh, it's normally it's normally like twelve or thirteen, I think. Okay, on, okay. Like, you know, on a team, five on the court. I had the another. same question. Five I was like, oh, right. Five at a time on the court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sports. It's, it's like the smallest team that smallest NBA team that's ever been ever been uh, put up because people, you know, are pulling out the last minute and have to go get tests and stuff like that. And so, uh, yeah, so people are, are taking uh, precautions here. But uh, last weekend was the first show I- with the groups that I'm regularly involved in. Uh, and my first uh, show... In from Melbourne? Or, uh, or uh, not another... in from Melbourne. Uh, big hoo-ha here in, uh, oh, okay. in Melbourne. Um, and okay. uh, I don't think in from Melbourne are back quite yet. Uh, but there's uh, hoo-ha on. The improv conspiracy here in Melbourne are starting shows up again. Um, there are a few other things that are, are, are starting to kick off again. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's slow and steady and cautionary, which I think it should be um, mm-hmm. as well. Uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So my first show is next Friday night in person, um, which will be great. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to cool. it very much. What are you playing? Uh, it's just the hoo-ha show, which is essentially like a match kind of thing, a mix of long form and short form. Uh, and uh, two teams, teams, I say in inverted commas, uh, where everyone's working together and, and to put on a good show, but uh, it's, you know, faux competition. Uh, so it's a little bit uh, short for me. The second half is more long for me, uh, kind of like a super scene uh, thing in the second half, uh, which is always fun. Uh, so uh, for those who don't know what the super scene is, uh, for uh, three people on each team, uh, six people in total. Each person directs the first scene of their story. Then the audience votes who they want to see no longer. That story drops out. Mm. And through the second mm. half, we only go to one till there's one story left and mm. see the final story of that. So uh, that's always a fun a fun thing. Uh, you can play a great shiny burning scene at the start and have the audience go, cool, seen enough of that. And, and off it goes. Um, so, yeah. uh, so yeah, so they, they choose the stories that they want to follow through to the end. And the first half is, uh, just short form games, essentially, um, right. versions of, so, uh, it's a nice mix in a night, you know, you get to do some gaggy short stuff and then some more kind of considered longer form stuff. Uh, and it happens at the butterfly club here in Melbourne. I'm not sure whether we've played, taken you there when you've been out here. I um, think, but- I think I've been there. Yeah, very kitschy, lots there. of stuff on the shelf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, um, yeah. I've it's been a there. really nice venue and, and a venue here in Melbourne that, that uh, really commits to supporting local comedy, local cabaret, local mm. improv, 
Um, so right. uh, it's it's kind of like the home of, of that sort of stuff here in Melbourne. So looking forward to getting back in there because, again, I've not been to the Butterfly Club for months and months and months <laughs> yeah. and uh, right. having a, uh, a, a espresso martini and, uh, and then doing a show. <laughs> so, yeah, it'll be great. Mm, nice. <laughs> uh, so, King Sam, how did you get into improvising? Dave. How did you get into improvising um, on, on Reunion Island? Like, was it always well, there? Was there improv always happening? Did it? Did some people the, from the, France come, or did you go? Some what happened? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Um, so it, improv ha- have been on the island for about twenty six years now. So it's been it's been here for a long time, but wow. through match. And so um, I've as a kid, I've always been interested in theater. I've been a musician first, so I've been doing music for for when I was like uh, six years old. So I've been doing music and, but I've always been interested in theater. And um, while I was doing theater, I think I recall because I am moving right now. So I'm just trying to find out like some other stuff. And I found a, a poster uh, in 1998 of like the first, uh, uh, you know, like uh, improv games. It was matched there. So I think I saw it. So, and so I think I saw that. And then when I was in college, I was uh, 17 years old. There was this like uh, workshop uh, that, that they were doing this just improv training about match. And that's where I started. And since then, I've, I've never, I've never like, you know, left it. So it's been 19 years that I've been doing improv for, wow. from college, you know. And so, and yeah. And I think that what is really interesting about, about my relationship with improv is that i've always seen it as uh something fun to do never seen it as as a job you know because my my first goal was to be a musician and like you know i've, I've put everything to uh have a band and uh uh going to friends to do stuff to do shows and and improv was always there like you know as a as something fun to do and when i see it right now it's just like it's it's my job but like i've i've never um how can i say it like i've never uh got my my english uh <laughs> i as if like you know like slipping to french we're cool with french on this show yeah okay cool i'll do it in french so en conversation avec david jason avec jazzy and david morissette le frère d'alanis no but um i was just saying that like as if like you know i i've never um it, it was never been it, it was never my goal to be a, a professional improviser mm-hmm. and 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 it happened like you know it happened without me noticing it you know and yeah, so i love this is what i love about 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 being there because i recall like for me my, my first um i would say uh, uh professional move was to um to meet jason uh when i was uh, i was a journalist before being a, an improviser yeah, I met this guy. What? Uh, this guy. We were in uh, in in the pizza in the secret pizza place in Melbourne. Yeah, secret pizza <laughs> corridors. Nice. He was like, he was like my Indiana Jones of of Melbourne. Was like, hey, come on, come on, come kid. on, man. Here's I'll a show pizza. you where to go. <laughs> Here's sure, a pizza. It, like, it wow. looks like I, it looks like I can murder you right here, but not this pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Like you know what I recall it. Like, I think it was like my first uh, without noticing, but like being okay. Um, I, I, I know someone from South Africa that, that uh, recommend uh, Jason and then Jason came to the island and then I went to um, Canberra for the, uh, for, the, for the festival. And from there, you know, 
I, 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 I quit my job and, and became a professional improviser. You are a very talented improviser as well. And I think I've said on this show that one of the best uh, improv performances ever, I ever saw yeah, was yeah, on Reunion. Uh, and uh, and Keng Sam was a part of that. And it was an incredibly unique and beautiful experience as part of your festival, Keng Sam. It was a late night gig. And uh, we were in yeah. a smaller, smaller room at the theatre. And you had an artist in... Um, uh, in the in the space and yourself and another uh, musician was it two guitars or an acoustic yeah. bass and a guitar? Um, was two guitars. There was a one one guitar and I was doing like all the other rest, like right. you know the yeah. the rhythm and, yeah. and piano and so on. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then an illustrator who was painting directly onto plastic cells that were being projected up onto the wall. Yeah, and uh, and so it was just beautiful like absolutely stunning beautiful simple story the music was was really really stunning and um have you kept all that side of your your uh, improv art as well like merging your your two passions together yeah that, that that's that's actually one of my goal and the funny thing is that right now i'm uh keeping the house of this artist like the guys who's drawing i mean i'm at oh, his yeah. house right now so he's <laughs> my good friend so it's funny i just talk about this and yeah um uh music is is my life so i've i've always tried to incorporate music in all of my shows and even in my workshops i think that and you've saw you've seen some of it jace mm-hmm. when i was in in australia but yeah yeah i i we still have this show going on and uh, I was also saying you that like we are really planning on coming to Australia, New Zealand to trying to do the show and, and do it and tour it. Because uh, what is great about this show is like there's no words. It's only music and drawing. Yeah. And I love this, you know, like this, this kind of vibe. Mm, that's nice. Definitely. Yeah. It is yeah. really nice. That sounds a lot should... nicer than the show that I did without music, without words. Uh, when I was like what? When I was 19, we did a show. I think we called it blow it out your ass or something like that i can't remember <laughs> but it was this acid jazz band that wanted to do improv stuff with us and so the three of us right. three of us uh did a show uh-huh. with them where they played acid jazz uh right involved them like like the piano player like drumming on the piano sometimes like it was very yes you know, of out course there, out yeah, there yeah. right like it was it was uh-huh. music I'll say that it was music, mm-hmm. and then we thought, oh, well, was we'll do really? a whole set. We'll do a whole set where we don't speak, and so right. we didn't say anything and did a physical theater to this acid jazz music, and it was like that's art. It was definitely art. It was art, <laughs> <laughs> but it was like that kind of art that, like, yeah, okay, it's a yeah, put it in a museum so I don't have to see it, right? Like, that. <laughs> not, not put it in not, Mama. Yeah, not we, we got it. We got a ticket in Mama for like. <laughs> yeah. You did a beautiful version of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh. <laughs> yeah. It was, I mean, the drawings were simple but absolutely expressive, and um, yeah, it was just yeah, we didn't it, have it drawings. Was that was our problem. We didn't have. Yeah, drawings, just, that, was problem, that was the problem. <laughs> well, you know, like I, it, it brings me something because I I, I don't know if, yeah, if I've talked to you guys about this because. Um, I know that uh, with both of you, with Dave and Jace, I've I've always had a like really technical talks, you know, like about okay, what, what's your thought about long form and blah blah and and and. But I think that like a question that I have for you guys is uh, shit shows. 
you know, like when the show is shit, like when you know that you're on stage and, and or, or you feel that the audience is not following you guys. I've, I've always wondering, like, what's your state of mind about this? Because mine is very specific, but I'm, I'm really curious about, like, how you guys feel and how you guys react after it, you know? Mm. Huh. Shit shows. Well, uh, there's this one. We time. never had shit shows. We're there's perfect. There's one time we decided we'd do a gig with an acid jazz band. No, uh, <laughs> yeah, shit shows. Like, I, I guess there's... Um, I, I mean, honestly, like I haven't had one that was that bad in a while <laughs> where I'm like on stage knowing right. this is shit because uh, yeah. I, I right. normally would pivot out of that before it becomes shit, you know, like like uh-huh. however that goes. So like uh, either making it just a comedy show and just giving up on any artistic goals just to make sure that it works uh, or whether I like like take over the whole show and just start dictating to people what to do so that at least it holds together. Like whatever strategy I've employed to keep the show together uh, usually kicks in before it's at the point where I'm standing there going like, this is a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I, yeah, I, I feel like if you've gotten there, you just, you just fade the lights down and bring them back up and be like, we're just going to start that again. Let's do another, something like that. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. Jason, what about you? Uh, it's 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 weird because I've I've uh, you know had my fair fair share of shit shows and and firstly when I was starting out I, I I'd start and go well the audience just went into it man like I was doing all right but the audience just went into it oh blame the <laughs> and, audience and, yeah blame yeah, the audience blame, that's a good the audience uh, and uh, and and you know as as I grew as an improviser I started to understand that uh, that's not that's not the way to self assess that kind of stuff so uh, I started to worry less about the audience and what I mean by that is I still want to put on a show I still want them to to join us and 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 be a part of it but if things are going wrong, it's not the audience's fault. I've got to knuckle down and, and, and connect something on stage that's missing. There's some wire that's not plugged into another wire. People are missing offers. Why is the show going off the rails? And, and so oftentimes uh, kind of more, more recently, I guess it's doubling down to, uh, to reconnect to the improvisers on the stage or, 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 or figure out what's missing on the stage that the the audience aren't investing wanting to invest in what we're doing there so i i always have i guess some part of my performer brain out in the audience just kind of getting a, a getting a sense of of how things are but i i try not to judge right. out my success or failure by that because also you might just have a quiet crowd for that night and stuff like that and mm. and what if i have an expectation of what the audience can do and they're not doing that then I'm going to take myself out of the show thinking, oh man, this audience is really hard and, uh, and stop focusing on what the show yeah. needs as well. So, um, uh, so generally what I do now is worry about what's happening on the stage more um, if the mm-hmm. audience aren't getting it and how we can do it. And sometimes as they said, it's, it's stepping up and maybe, uh, maybe delivering a little more. Sometimes it's finding what to plug into where, whether it's me connecting with another performer or facilitating other performers who might be missing the mark a bit. But having said that, mm-hmm. I've had shit shows where, you know, it, it's almost been doomed from the start. There's too many moving parts or things like that. And you've been invited to guest or play or, or, or you know, something you've come up with yourself where you're almost doomed to fail mm-hmm. before it begins because it's too complex. And 
and not everyone's mm-hmm. on board and everyone's a little bit confused when you're starting. I'm sure we've had those conversations at the start of the show. It's like, what are we doing? What are we doing? It's okay. Yeah. Right, so yeah. you're a zombie, you're yeah, a zombie now. So it's a heron. Uh, it's a heron. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, playing piano. Who's playing yeah. piano here? Who's playing? Are you playing piano? I'm not yeah. playing piano. Um, so yeah, uh, for for me, I try to tackle it by by focusing on the improv because uh, it's that thing that if we're doing well, the audience are going to want to join us and yeah. relax a little bit. And if the audience are clamming up, there has to be a reason for it. And chances are, it's not someone in the audience; it's us. So I do I do have one other tactic that I didn't mention before. You tell us your secret recipe, King Sam. <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know. Is is to to sort of like laugh it off shake it off even in the moment when it's all going to shit like like because more often than anything it's like if it's a like a shit ending like all of a sudden the story just kind of ends yeah right what just happened and the lights go out and then the lights come on (laughs) i just make sure i'm laughing when the lights yeah. come on and shaking okay. my head like what did we just do so that the audience goes oh he noticed that it made no sense at the end too and then maybe even say something to the audience and like well you know that's an ending that's a, yeah. that's one way I can <laughs> like just so that they because un- because that is yeah, that thing true. of improv is a uh we're making it up there's going to be mistakes we're going to screw it up sometimes it's it's that's the whole fun yeah the thing and i don't think it's possible to let the audience know that that's what's happening yeah you got to witness the one where we all just died at the end for some reason because we didn't know (laughs) what to do that's the story for you i hope you liked it yeah yeah or or, uh or look at at, uh, the person that messed it up and be like so that's how it ends hey scott uh and I'm joking. I would never bully. Just you shame that person. Well done, Scott. Well done. I wonder who, Great uh, job. Who decided that's how it was going to end, Scott. No. So let the audience know that it's it's uh, you know things happen. It's kind of fun. It could yeah. be a whole show shaming someone. Like you know, we will like, we'll shame Jason during the whole show. Or apo- or apologize right away at the end of the show. I'm so sorry. We're going to give you your money back. Yeah. That's just my life. It's my- <laughs> People shaming me. That's just my life. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, how do I deal with it personally if I've had a shit show? Like if, if after all the, the, those things and I, I turn around and I realize I'm the one who's missed the offers or I'm the one who, who Dave turned to and said, so that's the ending, huh, Jason? <laughs> 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 then I go away and I'm like, uh, all right, what did I do? And what can I do different next time? Because it's the only thing we could do, really, is that kind of period yeah. of self-assessment yeah. in the car yeah. on the way home Definitely. or something like that, where you've just got a little time for, a, you know, a little bit of hall and mirrors, and you're there, and you're like, all right, okay. And you just make a resolve for next time or the next thing, um, and, uh, and, and try to make sure you remember that resolve before you step on stage for the next time, you know. There's no point punishing mm. yourself, but if you can't learn from it, then you know there's no point doing it in the first place. And you're definitely yeah, gonna have another yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what, what's what's your what's your method? You said you had a very specific like uh, strategy. What is it? I mean, I don't know if it's a strategy, but I remember like like you guys when I was starting, I, I it was very painful to have a shit show. You know, like because mm-hmm. uh, you you you're when you start to improvise, you you feel like oh, uh, you have to be perfect. And because uh, you had this kind of like bliss of being on stage and being on the wow, like everything clicked, everything, uh, you know, was great. 
but then when when shit happens you always um like you said you either blaming on the audience blaming on yourself or blaming on your um your co-players uh your, your fellow players but i totally agree on everything that you guys said and and also the fact that trying to shaking off I, 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 it's funny that you said this, Dave, because I recently, recently learned that it's been like two or three years when I'm like, well, you know, let's just have a laugh about it. <laughs> it's being a shit show, you know, mm-hmm. and because it's funny and, and, and actually you're right. Like, I think it connects towards the audience because the audience projects so much on, on us. And also they realize like, oh yeah, it's an improv show. They don't fucking know what they're doing. You <laughs> yeah. Know? And, and that's the moment when I, they can tell. They're like, oh, and now I see the Oh, all right. It wasn't written. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. You, you know what? It, it, and and I, I will I will answer to your question, but it, it's it's funny. I, I think that one of the best um it's not advice, uh one of the best uh feedback that I have from from an audience was uh is where like it was when someone's saying well, I don't think it's it's an improv show. I think it's written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but when I was when I was when I was a um, a younger improviser, that used to piss me off. Yeah, because like, what do you mean it's not an improv show? And like, well, you know, it's it's if if it was a, an improvised show, you you guys would have messed up, blah 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 blah. And and now it's like, yeah, cool, all right. If you feel like it's not an improv show, that's nice, you know. Yeah, my response to that, and it is lovely when you get that because uh, because of all those reasons. But my response generally is come back tomorrow night. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If you yeah, don't believe it's improvised, come back tomorrow night. You'll see a completely different thing. Yeah. Yeah. Paper Street yeah, does, true. with my company here, Paper Street, we'd get people coming to more than one show just because they want to see how it changes. Because we do a lot of genre stuff. So they see it one night, they're like, oh, yeah. they just plug and play. I get it. And then they come the next night and they're right, like, right. oh, that was very different. I was like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah it's almost like yeah. we made it up. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. but true. onto that thing about shit shows. Like uh, now, what I do when I in, when I intro a show, uh, and it's almost one of those like apologizing before you do the show. You know how people do that, and it's the worst. Like, sorry, I'm just trying this new thing. Mm. And it brings every, you know, you mm. never want to do that. So what I say is, I say, um, so this is an improv show, which means we're making it up as we go along. Uh, so if you're watching the show and you're wondering what the hell are they doing. We're also wondering what the hell are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> I love and, this, uh, and we're gonna get through that moment together. Uh, and so, like, I prime them for those moments where things are going wrong and that's everything's awesome. falling apart. And if they're wondering it, we're wondering it. That's what I tell them. So that's sort of that. Like, with that in mind, at the that's end of the show, cool. if it all fell apart, they noticed. I noticed. We all noticed. <laughs> so why am I trying to pretend that was a perfect landing? Like you saw, <laughs> you saw the same show I did um yeah it's cool so, yeah yeah and, and just to come back to what i was saying i i think that I, it, it might be sounds a little extreme but i love this idea because i i i used to have these thoughts when i when i when i'm playing or doing a gig or or, or like playing a show it's just being like okay it might be the last time i'm doing a show and and every time I'm I'm, I'm 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 I know I know it's extreme. I think it's with you that I had this conversation, Dave. <laughs> yeah. But but like of of going about like you know I don't know like you know life is short and and, and it might be the last time for me. Sometimes it gives me the 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 chill and and the the um, how how do you say this? Like uh, really wanting to to put the greatest show I can do, you know, yeah, like and, and just be on stage and yeah, exactly the motivation. And and I know that's for some people like wow that's too extreme blah 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 but for me it speaks to me like okay going 
all you know straight A's, all, all, all A's to, to towards for this. I think it's it's I like this. Yeah, I think uh, I mean I think if anything, the world has shown us recently is things can change real quick. So get in there, yeah, <laughs> while you can make the best of whatever situation is and go for it. You know, um, it's no, that's, where, a, that's yeah. a that's a good point though. Like, what's what's your motivation to do a good show, Jason? Uh, my, <laughs> like my, my is yeah. it death? Are you motivated by I can <laughs> die I got to do a good show. Uh, <laughs> My, what is my motivation to do a good show? Uh, I guess my motivation to do a good show when I think about it is I don't want to let anyone down. Like, yeah. I don't want to let anyone in the cast down. I want to, uh, uh, I want to make sure that everyone has a, a great time and gets to feel that, that sensation we've been talking about at the end of the show. When you, when you have a good show, I want to enjoy myself in the process. But if, yeah, it's that fear of I, I've committed to this and that I want to bring all of my professionalism, all of my skill into making it the best for everyone, include And again, if I'm not letting down the other people in the show, then the audience are going to have a great time as well. But um, yeah. And, and so I put pressure on the pressure I feel on myself is if I, the, the times I'm hardest on myself is when I feel like I've let the show down or let the other people down, not necessarily the mm. audience or a bad show, mm, if you know yeah. what I mean. Like, and so I can pick my own performance apart and go, ah, oh, that offer or this offer. Or so quite often in a debrief, I'll just be, you know, I'll do a scene and uh, and I'll get get off stage and in the back of my mind I'll be like, oh, that was was a little rough there. And uh, and I've got to quiet that voice while I'm on stage to stay inside the show. Uh, but then I get off stage in a debrief, I'll be like, oh man, sorry about that offer there, or the, you know, that was a bit that was a bit much there. And um and so I'm often hardest on myself because I don't want to let the team down. I don't want to I don't want to let. Uh, mm. the other people on the stage down. And I think that's what motivates me because if I feel like I've let them down, then I'm really, really hard on myself. Mm. Mm. Wow. Mine's both pretty much the same as both of you. I don't want to let people down. I'm afraid to die. No, um, <laughs> no I'm joking. I'm not afraid to die. No, um, my, uh, uh, yeah, I think my motivation partially is, yeah, I want to make sure the audience, I don't, I don't want to let the audience down. I definitely don't want to let my performers down and my cast. And I'm usually the director of a show. So I feel like this, like I need to show them like, this is what we should be doing. Like I don't want to teach them bad habits by doing bad shows. Uh, But I think the real thing that keeps me wanting to do great work and be present and show up and do like the hardest work I can is for those moments of like absolute perfection that you find in an improv show. Sometimes not all the time, but when you do and you're like, that was the greatest scene I've ever done since that last greatest scene I ever did. You know, and like, yeah. like you, you track your improv career through those great scenes you've done where you everything just clicked and you found this moment and you wept mm. and the audience wept and we all laughed after. Like, like there's some, like, that's what really keeps me motivated to keep getting on stage. And in order to, get to find those moments, I got to be present. I got to be there. I got to be in that room. I got to be aware of everything. Like I got to do all the good improv things that, that we should be doing anyway. So it's like, I think that's what really keeps me going. Yeah. And you want those moments for everyone. Well, this is the same thing. I want those moments for everyone in the yes. show. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Not, yeah, just, right. not just a selfish thing. Yeah, I yeah. Got, <laughs> I got yeah. Thanks for being here for my moment. <laughs> it's not one of those. Yeah. <laughs> 
I can't wait for our new show where we uh, where we improvise a uh, a three person scene long form over a Shark Tank with uh, panels that fall out just underneath the randomly. <laughs> that is coming. Let's do the best show of your life. Man. <laughs> hey, Kexo, yeah. I saw on that I saw on that Top Gear thing. Uh, that I don't think I don't think they uh, this was the law when we when we were there, but they said you can't swim in the ocean on reunion anymore because of shark attacks. Is that right? Is it swimming um, in the ocean banned? No, just no, tourists. it's, it's just not banned tourists. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, they just banned tourists. Yeah, I, no, <laughs> no, I mean like there, there, there's some um, there's some uh, beaches where, where, where you can uh, swim, but right. there's the, for example the 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 the, the the beach where there's like the, um, the road is it's forbidden because there's no beach you know it's just yeah, yeah. uh yeah it's just uh, going rocks in, yeah. and yeah, you know yeah. like yeah so no no you, you can you can you still can swim of course yeah uh, okay cool top gear lied to me god damn it <laughs> yeah top I was like, that sounds a bit extreme <laughs> i've been it. in that ocean i didn't get bitten by sharks come on i love that, <laughs> I love that your inspiration for improvising is death yeah, I that's amazing. <laughs> I think that's what comes from living in the shadow of a volcano, though. Like you live, like you live near an no, active volcano, and you're like, like a dining moment. It. This could be it. This whole <laughs> island could just be a no, lava pit. But I might be one Dave, of those like Pompeii it's... statues. I want to make sure I'm doing a good show when I get statued. It's not about death. Like you know, when when I say my motivation, it's not like oh, I'm going to die. I mean, of course, when I say when I say it out loud, like it, it might be the last time. It could be also like the last time of like. I might not be interested in improv anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just uh, no, not about like uh, uh, getting like you know getting shot after this. Oh, <laughs> oh that's all, that's not as it's not as motivating <laughs> as I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> I just might no, get a new like, career. I just might get into accounting. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my last interview before being an accountant. Thank you guys. <laughs> And we had the interview. <laughs> this was it. We found it. We found that moment. <laughs> Perfect um, moment. Now, now Kang Sam, we've had the joy yeah. of traveling and meeting many different places in the world. Yeah. Uh, to improvise yeah. together. Uh, what What are some of the, and, and, and you, sir, have been to uh, many more places recently than I have. Every time I tune into a festival program, there's King Sam's face there, and I'm like, damn it, I want to be there! Um, <laughs> where, where's your favorite place to go? What are, what are the things that have inspired you recently that you've seen mm. around and, uh, and and that have kind of moved you, the seasoned improviser now, that, that you've seen kind of out and about? Um, I would say that uh, I really love the scene uh, in Europe, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. in not, not, not every place in Europe, but I would say um, in Vienna, the, the scene was really cool. And also, I mean, like for me right now, one of the, I mean, like top improvisers in Europe are in Switzerland because um, I mean, like we are really connected towards like the different kind of genres that we were doing, but also uh, the kind of experiments that we're doing together. And I love uh, how they treat improv as something very um, important, you know, like in, in some, in some part of, of the traveling that I had, I felt that people just saw um, improv as uh, only theater games or like yeah. only gamey stuff, comedy and like, and, and laugh every two seconds. You know what I mean? Yep. Not, on that it's, it's <laughs> Not on this podcast. Not on this podcast. 
and I'm not saying that it's it's bad. It's cool, but it's like, bad. I, I no, just it's love bad. You can. Say it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just, just us. Love, it's like, just us. No one's listening. You can... <laughs> <laughs> but it's just that, like you know, I I like the the idea of of, of uh, what scope they had on on you know uh, different genres and different kind of of improv. And this one festival that uh, we had the chance of being part of uh, with my company is called uh, the Shink, S H I I I N K. It's uh, it's a festival that is in Yverdon, uh, which is um, the French part of, of Switzerland, and it's it was great. Like you know, it it, it felt a little bit. Uh, I'm not like you know uh, throwing roses to myself, but it felt a little bit like Ferrier, you know, like my the festival yeah. that you came yeah. chase. You know, it's kind of like family vibes, but at the same time, it's very professional and uh, you have time to work on stuff. It's not like, you know, I, I, I've, um, because I've been traveling as much as you guys, probably not as much, but like a lot. And I, I think that like I'm now when I'm uh, applying or people are reaching out to me, I'm always trying to get to see if it's the festival of like, all right, you have 10 minutes to do a show. Goodbye. <laughs> or, yeah. or just like, you know, or, or the fact like, okay, you have two days uh, in a room with uh, a six improviser, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, it, I, I think, I, I don't know if you guys uh, read the, um, the Omar Galvan book, uh, which is, uh, you know, the one uh, you, you guys, you know, Omar, mm-hmm. Omar, yep. Omar Galvan. Yeah. I do know. Uh, Omar, yes. You don't know Dave? I don't know. I'm, okay. I haven't read the book so, either. Okay, so is is uh, is is Omar uh, Galvan Argentino is a guy from Argentina but lives in Madrid, and he's been traveling the world for like I don't know, like his life is traveling improv, like yeah. literally, and he's been writing this book, and the book is uh, he's using the M of McDonald which with, with uh, he's, he's putting improv with the M of McDonald, and it's a manifesto saying that uh it's great because uh improv is is you know reaching out and and in and rising um everywhere but at the same time is um he's saying that it's we have to pay attention because we're uh putting improv through this kind of capitalism phases where you have festival which are like amazon or mcdonald which is which means that you know you go to a festival and you're like, okay, I want this, 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 this. It's only one hour, two hour, three hour. And I mean, I'm the school of like, and I think that you guys also are, are, are in the school of like, I think that improv is a process and that uh, you learn so much by spending a day with a, a coach instead yeah. of like staying one hour and, you know, like, okay, like you got a, a taste of something, you know? Yeah. And I think feel like you know like you know like for me festivals are interesting is like festival that give you time to actually uh you know uh experiment stuff you know yeah yeah so, i so. always feel the the same way when when i get to a festival and they're like you know that six hour workshop that you've got uh listed on your your workshops can you do that in three or two like in can, can we, and so uh, and you kind of you know as someone who lives far away and and wants to be a part of things you're like okay but it all right, I'll I'll see what I can. You kind of end up truncating it down, and it never feels great. Yeah. You always feel like you're just kind of skipping stones rather than dipping in different pools. You're skipping stones over the top of it. You're trying to give people a picture, but then there's other things where you know you do have those day or two or three with people, and uh, and you can really you know go go for it and and uh, and and you know dive deep, and it's so much. 
Mm. So satisfying. But I also understand that some festivals have to run like that. You know, they have shared spaces and lots of interest and uh, and that yeah. expectation. But I always want to pitch and teach my longer stuff because I feel passionate about it. And I want to share that with other mm. people. And uh, right. I, I guess you you feel the same as well. What I love about what you said about Switzerland was um, that you get to it, you enjoy the festivals where you get to experiment, where you get to right. come together with other people and try new things as well as as well as the same old kind of McDonald's yeah. stuff. But you're coming together right. as an ensemble or as a group and and influencing and experimenting with each other, which is why I love working with both of you because that happens mm. all the time. You know, we, 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 that, that experimentation, that, that joy of connection and, and knowing that when we get together, there's trust enough to experiment like yeah. that. I've exactly. been to some exactly. festivals where it's a little standoffish, like there's lots of different groups what is, what is standoffish? Uh, a standoff, like a Mexican standoff, like a Tarantino thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not yeah, quite yeah, as true. aggressive yeah, as yeah. that, but there's people over yeah, here and yeah, over yeah. there and they're just kind of looking at each other and not really interacting. And then they do their set and then, you know, uh, uh, celebrate in the bar by, by themselves and don't really involve other mm, people. And then, yeah. and so it's, uh, that's never my favorite. The, the other type of, of thing that you talk about where you can connect and experiment is so good. But yeah, Jason and I have talked about this a few times on this podcast too. This idea of like boutique improv festivals is the term I like to use for it. Yeah. Like these smaller, <laughs> smaller festivals that are focused on something that's like really specific and different and neat instead of like a, mm-hmm. uh, like you're saying, like this capitalist McDonald's improv festival, like uh, yeah. McDonald's of improv. Yeah. Uh, um, and like with my festival, one of the things that I was stoked about Jason was actually going to be at my festival last year, except there was, yeah. a pandemic. this is why we started this whole podcast. This is I know, the festival. I know. When I, when this I, when I really, yeah. Festival. Oh, this is the festival. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to our yeah, festival. Yeah. It's been going for yeah know, ten months. And I know I was I was also supposed to come to your festival. I don't yeah, know, that's like, right. You, 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 you were you, yeah. I forgot. Oh, Thank you, Dave. <laughs> it's been a weird year, man. It's been a weird year. But one of the things with the festival that I'm that I'm stoked about is like I just bring in teachers that i like now or people that i think are great teachers and i get them an ensemble yeah. of people that they get to teach for like two or three days and then i mm-hmm. teach for two or three days or whatever like we we trade off but then i've also slotted in time in the festival for the teachers to get time to work together to come up with some new format stuff so like because one thing i see at festivals a lot is you end up with like I teach a workshop, Jason teaches a workshop, and then they throw Jason and I on stage to do a show together and we talk about it for 10 minutes and then we do this show. Like, and and you're just kind of thrown on because you're the guest stars of the festival mm. or whatever. Right. But we didn't get right. a chance to actually like workshop anything. And it would be kind of fun like a, to sit down in like a professional manner, like, all right, Jason, we have two hours right here to workshop mm-hmm. something. Let's go. Yeah. What do you mm-hmm. want to play with? Let's try some stuff. And actually like experiment at that sort of, and I don't want to like, I'm going to say it at that higher level of like the two, the, the, the people that have been brought in to teach formats are now going to get a chance to work together to experiment with the new formats, like right. bringing these two, right. these two like radioactive materials together and see what kind of explosion happens <laughs> um, uh, instead of just, you know, putting that radiation on other things. Okay. This metaphor is falling apart, but you get what I'm saying. <laughs> I love that idea. And that to me is where we get we out of Superman that. and Batman together. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Let's see. That's it's a shit movie. A shit yeah, movie. It's a shit movie. <laughs> unless you, they get to work together <laughs> for a while. <laughs> yeah. 
because uh, like I don't know, like so many jam shows at festivals are like you never know what it's gonna be like. Like yeah. some festival, you're like yeah. this could be great, this could be horrible. Who, yeah, even, we yeah. barely talked about it. Yeah. You said it was a herald, but I yeah. think that's different than what you think it is, and this is different. <laughs> And so, like, it gets confusing. But, but when, yeah. But, yeah, like, and that's the thing. I think that helps combat that capitalist McDonaldification. Star, the Starbucking, the Starbucking of yeah. Protest. I, I, and I think that that JC is right when he's saying, like, you know, and in some part, I think that it's needed because people are willing to go uh, more, like, you know, in really short workshops because they're beginners, and and probably for them, a six-hour workshop is a bit too much. And I think that it's cool. But but I what I like about the, what Omar was saying is that we just need to be careful about like just having festival just like that because it's of course it's needed in some niche I would say yeah. but for me right now um, and also it, it's funny because like when you talk about your festival Dave it reminds me of um, the the other festival that I'm uh, running where uh, you know you guys know Amy Amy Mole I invite mm-hmm. her to this festival it's called La Nuit de l'Impro mm-hmm. and it's it's really like your festival a bit like your festival because the idea is that i invite people that i love that i trust and i I respect their work and uh they're invited to the island and they have at least four to five days to work with the cast at least and for me because you know like I, i think that time for an improviser is uh very precious because like you know we're tend to work on this um craft that is okay we have to do a scene right now and we have to do like stuff and do a show in one hour and i think well you know what about like having really time to experiment stuff you know to try stuff not saying that we have to like you know walk on our steps and do other things but like let's say uh jace and you guys are coming to the festival and you're like hey i have this idea or i have this format that i really want to craft stuff and i'm like okay just you like do it and do it in a good condition, you know, like not in a shitty <laughs> corner of a, a coffee shop where uh, <laughs> people are entering, you know, like in an actual venue. And that's yeah. what I, that's what I'm really mm-hmm. proud of. Like, you know, we're able to have this great venue where uh, we have uh, uh, time to to work with technicians. And it's just like, you know, I, I, I remember this. I'm not like, you know, I'm not trashing on festival, but I remember this festival where they were asking for us to uh, do a show with uh, students. We have like three hours. And then they said like to put the show together, we have 10 minutes technical <laughs> of technical stuff. Right. I'm like, what's why why are we doing this like you know what what can you do in 10 minutes look at the room yeah exactly you know (laughs) like in in 10 minutes you can't do anything and so that's why it's it's probably like at the same time like a little bit extreme but for me i think that as improvisers um time is is wealth you know like time is something that we need to uh like what you say, Dave, like, you know, get together, talk, not even talk, just like spend time together. And it can be uh, us three uh, around the table, drinking coffee, drinking, but we have time, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think that it's just like, we have to rush, 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 rush and do stuff. So, yeah. And then after the show, we all go out and party. <laughs> like, why are we partying first before the show? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I, um... That's what I love about you, Kang Sam, is that you often embody the change that you want to see uh, in yeah. in the scene, um, and that's that's why I love and respect you so much. 
because you because I see that uh, in you and 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 that doesn't exclude you from doing all the other stuff and being incredibly adaptable in those situations but uh but you um you embody the change that you want to see so mm. if there are improvisers out there who get a chance to work with King Sam at any time on any festival list in the future when we start traveling or again on, or virtually or on online zoom. yeah on yeah zoom through uh, um, zoom he loves teaching lock. online <laughs> make sure you actually get a guys to work with him yeah i have an announcement <gasps> do it you guys are invited for my festival for 2022 Bam! i'm coming okay all right i'm booking tickets oh i'm there Oh, man. I'm kidding though. It's a it's it's a real it's a real thing. If you guys are up to, oh, I man. think that I've I've already wanted to, uh, of course, to invite Jace back. But I also wanted to, uh, and Dave knows this because I wanted you guys to go. Yeah. But like, what about you guys coming together to to the island? You know, done. Yeah, you know, we're gonna do a world tour after this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we decided, yeah, we're coming for yeah. two I'm years. In. For two I'm years, I'm in. <laughs> when's your, when's the, the, your festival? Is it? From, is your festival in in Canadian winter? Because I'll come. I'm coming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The thing is, the 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 thing is, uh, yeah, it's in April, the same as your festival, from what I recall. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Is it the same taste as my? You can festival? change it. Can <laughs> I'll change, change it. it. I can. I'm in charge of my festival. I'm going to move it early so that I can come. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Just 2022. No, All right. You can come 2022? to mine. 2022. You can come to mine. 2022. I'll just so buy a round the world ticket so I can you just go. Have to come <laughs> so that two weeks before your festival, you're at my festival. So yeah. you, you can plan it. Yeah. Or oh, two weeks after. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah perfect. Great. Oh, that's dope. Well, no, we'll but it's, it's a real offer, guys. It's, it's a real still, offer. Yeah. If and I, I can't wait to drive on that highway. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna rent the most expensive car I can just to make up for how yes. we can make our shark Elimo. tank we can make our shark tank <laughs> format a reality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna you know, go and I'm gonna ruin the coral myself. Uh that's uh great. Well thank you. I'm coming. I'm coming. Funny. I'm gonna, even yeah, if Jason can come, I'll come. <laughs> I'll, I'll be Jason. I'll play both of us. I'll play both of us. <laughs> Yeah. Everyone will be like, how come, I never see, "How come I never see Jason and Dave in the same room?" And then I'll be like, "Down now, mate. Yeah. Dave's out there." <laughs> I'm a no, but for real, I, I think it, I, I think it's a it's a great opportunity to have you guys together, and I love you guys both. And I think that you know, like I, I, at the same time, um, of course, like you know, like having festival, inviting people that you don't know is great, but. Like Dave, I think, and uh, let me know if I'm wrong, but I think that inviting people that you know and you love and you respect is such a plus because, of course, it's great to have a surprise be like, oh, I never met you and it's great. But when you know people and you know that those people will give the best to, you know, to be there, you're like, all right, just like, you know, have them come. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh, I do. For my festival, I do. There's an ensemble application so people can apply for the ensemble. And then there's the quote-unquote instructors that i invite that i just call the people right and ask them to come i don't do those by application because i just wanted to work yeah. with jason i just wanted to do a full week of me and jason just hanging out and coming up with <laughs> and then the instructors do a show every night along with the ensemble so the ensemble does a show every that's night. awesome so, so jason right, and I do right, four right. nights of four different shows together i was like oh this is gonna be so great one day <laughs> yeah <laughs> it will Maybe. happen although will well, happen. there's probably gonna be another pandemic by the time this one's over so we'll see oh come <laughs> on come on who's negative now who's fear of death now 
but that's what keeps me doing great work is knowing that another pandemic could be right around the corner you never know when a pandemic's gonna hit uh, well, thank you so much for uh, i woke up to a group uh messages this morning from keng sam which keng sam would have sent last night which read something like this yeah. i'm not sure if we can do it uh cyclone has just come through um all the electricity's gone out and then like an hour later oh wait i think it'll be okay then an hour later yeah i'm all good <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a real journey that text thread this morning yeah. when I wake up. <laughs> tropical, tropical island. Wow. The best. I love it. Oh man, that's great. Uh so good to see you. I hope uh, I hope your island doesn't get hit by a volcano before we talk again. No. <laughs> this could be the last Not time we talk. 2022. This could be the last <laughs> yeah. time we talk. So I just wanted to know uh I love you, man. Thank you so much for doing the show. Yeah, yeah man. I love you guys. Thanks so much for inviting me and uh well, uh, we'll see each other in 2022, and I yeah. hope soon. Oh, we'll have a reunion on reunion. Oh, <laughs> someone had to say it. Someone had what? To say it. Are you cray cray? He just dropped the mic, walked out of the room. Yeah, uh, the joke's been hanging there. Hasn't it?